0: Brad and Glenda Pius, thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem, my name is David the Krupman My name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible.
1: David, these past episodes have been an exercise in really delving deep into the Bible. Dealing with the text
0: on an unusually deep level, I think. Because of the mysterious nature of the canonized narrative in the book of Numbers chapter 11 about Eldad and Maedad.
1: Only four verses, and these four verses are packed with meaning, and yet that meaning is quite ambiguous. We have to look at our traditions and the text itself to find out what's really going on behind the scenes. And I mentioned
0: in the previous podcast that a possible understanding of the prophecy that Eldad and Medad is articulating without it being written in the text itself was that Moses was going to die and Joshua was going to bring the nation of Israel into the promised land.
1: Well, hang on a second. You said without being written in the text itself, and that's true as far as it goes, but last time you demonstrated that even though it's not written explicitly in the text, it's very strongly implied. And
0: I proved my case Hopefully I proved my case by looking at the context of the prophecy of where it's situated because we had an issue of the challenge of Moses' leadership with the nation itself saying, I don't have enough menu options on the dinner table. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And then afterwards we see sort of the downfall of Moses' leadership within the internal dynamics of his family and his cousin, Korach, who gathers 250 people to go against Moses' leadership. Then Moses himself hits a rock God then decrees after that incident he's not going to bring the Jewish people into the land of Israel.
1: And you're talking about the macro context, but even in the immediate context of these four verses, we have five characters. We have Moses, we have Joshua, we have the Na'ar, the young man, who is by tradition his son. We have Eldad and Medad, the prophets. Given the situation and given the possibility that they were prophesying about Moses not being able to go into the land, we understand why the young man, Moses' son Gershom, was so upset and why Joshua also told Moses, please, get them to stop. We see in the context of the narrative itself,
0: the characters involved also help us to understand that it has to be
1: about the prophecy of Joshua as well. That all makes sense in the context of these verses itself. But you wanted to say something as well, David, before we went on the air, about what this says in general about spiritual inspiration and the nature of having a uniform message versus a multivocal type of message of the Spirit. When we're dealing with the spirituality
0: of a nation and the formation of a prophetic school by Moses, ordained by God that the overflowing of prophecy would come from Moses, at that moment, we also have another form of prophecy hitting
1: people who are not part of the school. In other words, we see here in this larger episode prophets being ordained by virtue of an overflow of the Spirit from Moses himself. And yet at the same time, there are also, first of all, prophets who seem to be not ordained. At least one understanding of these verses is that Eldad and Medad were not among the 70 Prophets who were ordained by Moses, these leaders, they were other people. And in addition to that, their spirit came from Moses. And yet they were saying prophecy, which seems to be somewhat opposed to Moses, at least on a surface level. They're saying Moses won't go into the land, which seems to go against Moses. And the message is Moses is okay with that because prophecy is not something which everyone receives the same way. There can be multiple schools of prophecy. And multiple ways
0: of engaging the spirituality of the nation. I think that's the an important point. And Moses' affirmation saying, I wish everybody would be a prophet. Why would everyone want to be a prophet, David, though? Because our engagement, our ecstatic lifestyle with
1: God would be enhanced. It's interesting because we know we have the normative nature of religion, and Judaism in particular. We have laws. We have specific ways that we're supposed to behave. That doesn't mean, though, that even though, by tradition, 613 vote commandments, are ordained upon every member of the Jewish people, that doesn't mean that we all have the exact same relationship with God. In fact, it's this interesting dynamic of having a uniform type of practice in general, whereas our relationship, which is expressed through these and beyond these as well, various ideas, can transcend them it doesn't have to be uniform at all. In fact, by virtue of Moses' saying that everyone should be prophets, I think he means that while practically Judaism involves specific actions we all do, our relationship should be individual. Our relationship with God is something which I make between me and God, and having the Spirit allows me to have that in greater abundance.
0: And more so that a person's prophecy that he feels or he she feels receiving from God shouldn't be looked upon or viewed upon by the mainstream as too wacky to be part of the whole nation of Israel's spiritual engagement. Sometimes you need the outsider coming in and telling us that we need this particular avenue. To express
1: our spirituality with god in fact if you look at the history of the prophets it seems they were very often outcasts people that the people despised they didn't want to hear their message not only because they were chastising them but they were outsiders by definition prophecy means that sometimes outsiders have something to teach us prophecy is not only defined by
0: saying what will happen like some fortune teller it's actually the representative of god's
1: word Usually correcting the nation's behavior. And that can mean correcting even the leadership, even perhaps the religious leadership. I'm Scott Kahn. I'm
0: David McCrutman, and blessings from Jerusalem.